Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 229, episode two of Der Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. Mm -hmm. It's Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022, 32222. So you got the double 22s, which is, Mm -hmm. which is huge. I was going to say it's big, but it's huge. Also, Miles, what, what day is it? National 3D Day. Yes. Okay. So get out your blue and red glasses and head to 7-Eleven because Fox is going to do something real interesting this Sunday night. Oh, my God. With Smell-O-Vision. Remember that old, those old promotions in the 90s? Oh, I thought that was something real that you were talking about that was happening right now. No, but do you remember in the 90s they did like, they would do like certain episodes on TV in 3D on Fox, like on Sunday, like the Simpsons or in Living Color. And then like you'd have to go to 7-Eleven to get 3D glasses or like a scratch okay, and sniff yeah. thing. I never bought in, man. I was a real cynical ass little kid, you know? I I bought the fuck in, man. And also, (laughs) Jack, National West Virginia Day. Hey! Shout out out to Wheeling, West Virginia. Shout out to, yeah, just that city. I I can't really speak for the rest of the uh, state, but uh, Wheeling, which is just the very tippy top of that point that sticks up, is a great town. All right. Cool. 
All right. Well, uh, and shout out to 3D, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm leading the bandwagon for Avatar 2. Yeah, I think it's going to change a lot of people's minds, hearts, and uh, lives. Is, is what I'm. Or, and our guest today has like an Avatar-themed microphone. Kind of, it's, it looks like it Sponsored could exist Avatar. in the world of Pandora. Don't fucking hate. <laughs> I would hate never the hate the player. Hate the or no, hate the hate game the mic. Or, I can't yeah. remember how it goes. Don't hate, yeah, player, don't hate, hate the, the mic. Chris. Chris. I forget Avatar how it goes. Too. I just found out about the saying. I love it. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. There it is. All right. It's a new saying Face. I just heard about. Heard about. <laughs> a new saying that all the kids are saying. Oh, yeah. And they're also saying, I'm back on my bullshit. That is a real one. That is a real one. <laughs> I'm back on my bullshit over here. Chris Crofton right. is back on his bullshit because he's our guest today, but we haven't announced that yet. No, but that's, I'm going to be quiet That's what's again. called a teaser. Or is he? Or is he? We, we is don't he, know. Right? What, what, if it, what if this was all an elaborate tease and, and the guest edit. was somebody else? Just get someone else in. I'm coy. <laughs> Hey, anyways, uh, Chris, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. <laughs> While switching from coffee to matcha tea, it's kind of hard being TDZ's Jack O'B. Uh, that is courtesy of Chevy Suburban. And give me a chance to go back and watch the Gin and Juice music video, which is much funnier than I remembered. Yeah. Snoop plays a loser. <laughs> like in the thing. Yeah. Well, he plays a loser slash a little kid. Like a like a thirteen year old or something. Like at the beginning, yeah. his mom's telling him he has to get out of bed, and then like they're leaving town, and then she's like, "You have to get out of the house." And then he goes and rides bikes. Yeah, there's also an invocation of like <laughs> yeah. of Home Alone when his parents leave. He turns to the camera and does the Home Alone. Ah, uh, right, right. <laughs> it's really funny and yeah, just just amazing that that was Snoop's. Like, all right, my first solo single. Here, here's what we're going to do. Anyways, I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! All your listeners eat your apples like this. Start at the bottom, don't stop, don't quit. <laughs> All your listeners eat your apples this, like this. Start at the bottom, don't stop, don't spit, just eat it. Eat it. Eat it, eat it, eat it now. Eat it good. Eat that apple from the bottom like you shouldn't. Okay, <laughs> shout out to me. Ooh. Just thinking of my neck, my back, and eating apples from the bottom. Decided oh, to that was you. The two. That was all you. Yeah, yeah. Damn. You I are keeping just, you know, it alive. You have I you just, tried eating an apple from the bottom yet? Because you I, seem it seems to have captivated your imagination. No, I'm like a like a conservative who heard about gay marriage. You know, <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? They're doing what? And just obsessed, no firsthand experience, only right. projecting my own weird shit onto it. And yeah. uh yeah, living it like that. I my dad, I gotta ask him. I'm I meant to text him over the weekend and be like, Kent, would you consider eating an apple from the bottom just to see what the response would be? Because I have a feeling he would be confounded yeah. if I had even mentioned the thing. But And anyway. your dad is your number one the number one apple eater in your life as number one apple eater in my life, before. the apple of my eye. And then you're just watching a bunch of videos of people eating apples from the bottom, like a conservative with. <laughs> They're like, this man who's against eating apples from the bottom, his hard drive says a completely different story. <laughs> Tells a different story. Anyway. Terabytes of apple footy. Miles, uh, we have a guest. We're, we're always thrilled to be joined in our of third course. seat by one of the very faces on Mount Zeitmore, also mm -hmm. the face on the cover of his new book. No big mm -hmm. deal, which looks like, I don't know, it is a book that looks like it should, 
exist on bookshelves. It's a good looking book, I right, guess is right, one right. way of saying it. But it also just, it just looks great. Whoever it's designed a good looking it, book. a fucking plus. I can tell you all about it. Hey, well, you haven't been introduced yet, bro. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Hey, get behind Boz. the curtain. Get behind the curtain, Boz. Oh, man. (laughs) He's a hilarious stand-up comedian, actor, a musician with a highly rated album on Pitchfork. I think I got it wrong last time. Is it 7.6? 7.4. 7.4. It's like a 15 from a normal fucking set. Yeah, exactly. You can listen to his podcast, Cold Brew Got Me Like. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can also watch him stream it on Twitch with his fancy microphone. Go order, pre-order. His new book, The Advice King, it's available for pre-order on a website called Amazon, as well as probably better booksellers. Hold on to your butts, because the poetry window is open. It's Uh Chris motherfucking Crofton! That's so great. That's so, man, you know you're doing well when you get bored during your own intro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're picking your nails and shit. My God, man, oh man. I got so many credits that I almost fell asleep during them. You started giving me the wrap-up motion right when I said, hello, the internet, and welcome to... Yeah, so, I don't. I wish I had a daily. I, a daily look, I get it. I wish I had a No, I wish I had an AK. I was going to do an AKA and then I settled down. I was about to do my own fake AKA. Oh hell yeah! From a guy named you know like Crazy Just Squid or whatever. Crazy Squid. <laughs> yeah, Crazy. Hey, that's crazy from Crazy squid. squid. Like you know like yeah yeah. Even flow. Uh, you know, got crofted. Like, on I'm the yeah, two yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, like but it yeah. shouldn't be even flow. It have to be like. Internet flow, you know, something's horrible. I can't <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah. I don't Cold know. How to do. Crow Joe? Brew got me like. Yeah, I didn't do it. Hey, and also, <laughs> I've got to get away from Cold Brew Got Me Like as a brand because it's starting to, starting to. Ruin well, you got my those life. notes from Big Cold Brew on your podcast. <laughs> I haven't for a man who's had his life ruined by a Cold Brew meme. Uh, you would think <laughs> that I would be sponsored, but no. Because I think everything happens by just me sitting around and waiting for people to call me up. And mm. you can see what happened to me. I'm 52 years old. And Cold Brew no longer has you like? Cold Brew still uh, hasn't called me up. Well, you got to start tagging, Chris. You That's what, what I mean? I'm saying. That's what, I don't even know what that is. You got to join gotta, a hype house. Or I do know what tagging is. Later on. I'm not going to act like I don't know what tagging is. I just, don't, right, know how to, I just don't know how to do it. I just don't know. <laughs> we were concerned. I'm interested in it. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm tag curious. <laughs> I'm interested in tagging. I am. Yeah. I just haven't been able to. I see the button and I'm getting there. Hey, one step at a time. All right. Well, Chris, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. Uh, we're going to talk about the Republican attacks, in quotes, on Kataji Brown-Jackson. Yeah, she's set to make history as the first black woman to serve as a Supreme Court justice. And they got nothing, it would appear. They got absolutely nothing. They got a mirror. They're just they're, yeah. they're accusing her of being like a dark money shill. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the, the front page of Time magazine has the creator of Ethereum. So another one of these like leading crypto minds and he's like oh it's it's bad (laughs) uh, you know we're we're hearing from a lot of people who understand crypto because like that is not me i don't understand all the ins and outs i did watch that feature length explainer line goes on it the line goes up i've read a bunch of articles the new york times even had like a 
thing in their business section over the weekend that was like, here's the guide to crypto for all you latecomers. It's like a flow chart. Which yeah. crypto should you buy? It's like, wait, hold on. <laughs> so Jackson Palmer, co-creator of Dogecoin, uh, we, we talked about his opinion on yesterday's episode that mm-hmm. crypto has a, has a problem of just immediately gravitating towards the right. And now we have this dude who's like the creator of the number two, I think, crypto currency ethereum ethereum and he has has some grave concerns we'll talk about those all of that plenty more but before we get to any of that shit chris we do like to ask our guests and we particularly like to ask you what is something <laughs> from your search history well it's funny because i've lately like i've run out of weird shit to like i'm like now googling like weird shit <laughs> like I'm out of I'm out of all the like like I, I was going to talk about the Dyatlov Pass. Do oh, you guys know about Dyatlov Pass? I do. See I what do. I that's see it's like the Dyatlov Pass is like the I don't know like the Almond Brothers of the weird you know what I mean like it's like everybody yeah. knows oh, they're like oh right. Jesus what that's are you right. talking about because we know about like it. it's like mean our listeners know about it I think you've ta- I think we talked about it the last time. But like, did we talk about Dyatlov Pass yeah. last time? No, we didn't. <laughs> Pretty sure. I know. I know the three of us have discussed the Dyatlov Pass. Did we talk Pass. about this exposition I made up called Dyatlov Pass? Okay. No. Now, I, is that what happened when you Googled weird I shit? It's just a bunch of people in a tent. <laughs> but uh, uh, Dyatlov Pass, for those of you who don't know, is like a bunch of Russian hikers like in the 1970s ended up just like getting fucking, well, they died. In mysterious circumstances. But they also ended up, like, dead, like, in ways that were just, like, totally crazy, like, you know, like, spread out, spread out over, like, a huge amount of space, and, like, all of them were, had different injuries, and some of them were, like, naked and stuff, and so, anyway, that, that, I just think it's funny that I've gotten into the, like, I'm the same, I'm like, the Atloff Pass, like, I'm doing Cold Brew Got Me, like, the podcast, and I like to talk about something strange, you know, Mm -hmm. and I realized that I'm into, I've, I've talked about all the strange things, and now I'm into hack strange things like hey have you guys heard about the philadelphia experiment right <laughs> now they're like no way how about the rendlesham forest incident they're all incidents uh <laughs> is that the is that the like british military ufo yes encounter? everybody knows it's horrible it's like after it's like when, nothing just like when, <laughs> it's like the year punk broke it's like when nirvana broke it's like nightmare it's like because now the history channel's got all this shit on blast if, if that's the right thing to say yeah on blast, young man. Miles, do you so know? I, I mean, be- I'm kind of a UFO head, though, which is a cool thing to call yourself. But Miles, do you know about that? <laughs> uh, the forest incident, Rendlesham. No, my boyfriend's a UFO head. <laughs> oh, cool! That's awesome. <laughs> Good for it. Sounds great. How's that working? Hanging out with her fucking I bet brunch is a blast. <laughs> Rendlesham Forest. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Wait. Man. So what's the Rendlesham Rem, Rem, Harry and the Hendersons Forest? Rendlesham Forest is like a very believable UFO sighting where like this little fucking UFO that was pretty small actually went around in the woods in England, and like a bunch of people tailed it, and like these guys were running around and they have it all on audio. Like they have audio from the yeah. Concurrent recordings. Who the of, fuck like, was what's recording walkie talkie transmissions back then on like a reel to reel or something? But again, but, it's it's one of these things that you see in some of the UFO encounters where it's not a thing where somebody's just happens to be walking in the forest and like encounters a bright light, like both this and 
the example of the Tic Tac where like the fighter jets were scrambled out to see it, like they the UFOs were there for a while. And so like that's why they were recording because they went out there to be like, there is something very strange going on. There's like all these weird lights that are like floating through the forest. And we are a military base that I believe had like nuclear capabilities. Maybe not, but it's it a was, great story. Yeah, it's an unbelievable story. But I would like, say it's true unless they were making unless some like the ideas everybody says it's a weather balloon, you know, but that's kind of like nobody believes that. Everyone knows that's a right. Like a, a fake, tiny weather balloon a that cover was like story. moving yeah. through this the is like, forest yeah, like there's, unless and the, burning trees. Unless the government was like created a tiny little UFO that, yeah, like burnt trees and like traveled around in the woods, which seems like there's no yeah. way that that's not a military thing. They're not trying to One thing, the military the loves a goof. They're trying, military not trying to explore the woods. Oh, yeah. yeah. The military doesn't want to check out the woods. <laughs> I've said that three times. <laughs> that's cold brew. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Okay, so what I've gotten into is I still I still watch abandoned mine videos because they reliably mm -hmm. find stuff and i am sick of i watched i watched curse of oak island for fucking seasons you know but i watched it on the bootleg version where it's all wavy on uh, youtube right. like uh, where they have to shrink the screen and stuff <laughs> right you know and what i mean like, like it's like up like a couple cents yeah like, the, put, like a bunch of swirlies yeah. like swirly patterns on the side of the screen or something and they do kind of do the show backwards yeah. Anyway, yeah. so Oak Island hasn't found anything in like nine uh, seasons. I give them credit for, you know, trying, but I'm tired of it. And at least at the abandoned mines, they find a glove. They're still delivering. Or, you know, oh, they'll find like a, yeah, like a Prince Albert tobacco tin. Yeah. You know, reliably. Yeah, right. And that makes the, me feel, feel yeah. good. The first time Chris came on, he was talking about mudlarking, then people fishing around in rivers, I believe, at one point. <laughs> Mm -hmm. What a disrespectful way to describe magnet fishing. Magnet fishing, my bad. <laughs> People fishing around in oh, rivers. Yeah, magnet fishing. It's magnet only fishing. one of the top sports in the world. But I feel like we're slowly honing in on. <laughs> <laughs> we're slowly honing in on. Uh, Did you not you see know, the Olympics? The pay dirt. Yeah. <laughs> magnet fishing. Magnet fishing. Yeah, they stock the pond. Was, they stock yeah. it with like wrenches and, <laughs> and lawn chairs. That's all they ever find is fucking right. lawn chairs and wrenches. And they're always like, pretty good day. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it wasn't a good day. Not you know, really. they're like, You're, if you think a good day is finding a lawn chair and a wrench. Uh, I found three wrenches. But they're like on the upside. We got drunk. I mean, it's just like regular fishing. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter what you catch. It's just about how drunk you get. It's about the, it's about the friends you make. I'm having a premonition uh, or whatever it's called when you think you've had this exact conversation before. But is there a. <laughs> that makes me sad. <laughs> it's is, like we've had this conversation with Crofton before. Well, we've just done so many shows. My brain is broken. But is there a genre where people go into garbage dumps and like dig through garbage dumps and like evaluate our trash? That would be interesting to me. Well, they definitely wouldn't be evaluating it because people like that don't. They don't. They just hold it up at the to the camera, mm. like they don't say anything about like a store. <laughs> most of the time, they're just they like, look, oh, this, look, look, look at this fucking thing. High chair right. for a baby. This is probably old, or maybe it's not. <laughs> oh, but I think it is. Well, it might not be though. It could be contemporary, but I'm pretty sure it's old, or maybe it's not. That's pretty much the whole thing. But yes, yeah, yeah. people go to the dump and find dump cans. Like they'll find mm. old beer cans, like from because oh, stuff. Right. In they're the like dump. searching for treasure, essentially. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. You can find, I mean, dumps are, I'd like to I go mean, to the come dump. On. We all know the old adage. I'd like to go to the dump. Right. They never let me in. They said I need a license or something. 
There's this uh, Arizona like sociologist, I think, is what his profession is called, and he evaluates people's trash and like to determine things about like modern America based on our garbage, which is like the only actually democratic like way to evaluate people is through their garbage because everybody gets right. their garbage collected by usually the state or you know. Well, there's two things about garbage. First of all, I read a thing where you have they hot dogs have so many preservatives in them that you can find a hot dog from the 1950s in the landfill that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone's ever eaten it because I know there's that guy, New England Wildlife and Moro eats old food, but I've never right. he should do no, a thing where he like goes that. to the dump and actually eats food out of the dump. But that's a recommendation for New England Wildlife and Moro if he's watching. He also unclogs culverts. He has a whole separate channel devoted to unclogging culverts. Like he, this has been brought to my attention by other people, like people like who listen to Cold Brew Got Me Like, you know, they're like, stop talking about the Dyatlov Pass and start talking about the fact that your man, New England Wildlife and More, the guy who eats old food from the 1930s but couldn't get it during the pandemic because they canceled the state sales, that man, when he couldn't get the old food, started unclogging culverts. And he has a girlfriend, and they go together. And it turns out a culvert is a pipe. I thought a culvert was like a little ditch or something. A culvert is the name of the actual pipe that goes under a road. Oh, right, right, and right. New England Wildlife and More is obsessed with culverts, and he camped out on a culvert. He put a tent on top of the pipe and was like, I'm camping out on top of a culvert. It's right underneath me. But he was like, <laughs> it was like an achievement. Like, it's like, but he's genuine. You know what I mean? He's not doing this as a stunt. He's passionate right. about pipes. Like, he likes pipes, like the pipe. He's like, it's right underneath me. I'm on top of the culvert. And you're like, that's what? It's so confusing. But then you realize yes. this is what life's about. Yeah, you know, finding fucking, the thing that gives yes, you joy. Stop trying yeah. to make a billion dollars and go to the moon and start getting excited about pipes. Yes, yeah. I mean that Camp is literally almost word for word what I have written later <laughs> in the doc because <laughs> I swear to God, because of the fucking like the fact that crypto is now has now democratized people's ability to make their job like finding ways to game like little markets and so, so now we oh have even more brain power just being dumped into fucking bullshit and like gambling markets essentially instead of unclogging culverts or building a new culvert that doesn't need to be unclogged and sometimes like lakes have drains in them like i right. i don't know if you've ever seen that i don't know what that's all about i haven't gotten into it but he likes oh, unclogged drains and he's like when the drain goes, he's like so pumped and he has a girlfriend it who's into it. creates a whirlpool. I yeah. mean, I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and this culvert guy? This guy who's got some woman who'll go with him to unclog culverts? Sounds like you need to switch it up. Yeah. Nailed it. That's just like, he must be wonderful in bed. That's all I can <laughs> say. <laughs> you got a girl who's willing to come with you. He's all right. I mean, I do have to spend a lot of time with pie, like, pipes he likes to unclog pipes <laughs> he doesn't have a whole lot of money he eats old food you know he's, yeah. he's all right though he's not <laughs> he's nice so yeah so he unclogs pipes he also camps out in a, an abandoned motel like he's like there's an abandoned motel right near this pipe i want to unclog and so he stayed in the abandoned motel with a space heater in the room and he kept saying like what temperature it was he was like it's still 40 degrees in here even with the heater <laughs> so <laughs> So, yeah, and he has a girlfriend with him during that, you know. <laughs> Just like any other girlfriend. <laughs> like, you know, 
It's like, my goodness, these people are in love. And that's the kind of love I want. Yeah. I want the love where we both are insane. Yes. (laughs) I just want to unclog shit. Someone said that's the only kind of love. Yeah. What is something you think is overrated? I was going to say, well, I have some miserable shit. Like, I was going to say overrated is America. Right. Which I know is tiresome, but I was just thinking about the fact that when I was working at the wine bar where I work, I overheard these people saying that they thought the war in Ukraine was a like a, on purpose to to make the Republicans lose the midterms, oh, which is like <laughs> America needs somebody to fucking slap the fucking shit out of it. Like it needs somebody. The fact that America has been, I don't know why, but like, I guess because it's remote and because Canada, Canada and Mexico are nice. Right. You know, they we haven't been attacked. Yeah, but that's so. That's Americans have figured out. They have decided that we're just like we just get to watch everything, like and and comment on it. Like we're we're just like exempt from reality. Like, right. I mean that just the idea that everything connects to us. Like, yeah. I mean, Americans truly think. I understand every culture probably thinks their culture is probably the only culture. I mean, there's a certain amount of that that's just like you know I built think, into people, yeah. so they don't you know so they can take I think care that of themselves. Is, that is a like stereotype outside of America about America though. Like, I don't think, I don't think everybody has the same sickness. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just think that that, that was the, the, that's, that's all you need to know about America. How, how lost it is because it's just been like allowed to pretty much party since world war two. You know, I mean, I know, you know, it's really just been a nonstop party around here. It's just shopping and popping bottles and whatever the fuck else is going on around here. And, you know, people have decided that we're exempt from reality and like uh, and that and everything in the whole globe has to do with like whether or not the Republicans are going to win or whether the liberals of America are affecting like our control. Like Nancy Pelosi started the war in Ukraine, basically. I mean, they're saying Mm -hmm. that they're like Ukraine is just a front for Hunter Biden. That's the only reason it exists. So he can (laughs) have a job. That's what they're saying. Like, That's why it was invented. What a disres- how disrespectful can you fucking get to 40 million people living in Ukraine than to say that the only reason they're even a country is because Hunter Biden needs a job? I mean, right. you've gone fucking crazy, and I'm tired well, of hearing it. Yeah, it's just the, it's just the way that you know because <laughs> they're of- speaking. They're speaking to people who don't aren't informed. So you know, the, especially like when you hear people talk like that, it's like the, the their news is like the equivalent of like some guy who just got back from his first semester of college and took some psych classes. And it's like, here's the thing you got to know. And people are just like, yeah, yeah, I would. Ne- of course, I would never say this to people who actually know about this topic. I'm going to say it to you because y'all are dumber than me. And that's how we keep this party going. Right. And it's just it's just because America, for some reason, has not had any other country arrive in on its soil. And and the Ukraine thing, Ukraine thing, the, the war, you know, is putting a little dent, casting a little pall on their party. You know, like they're, it's ruining their party a little bit because they don't quite yeah. know what to do with. Oh, Nancy, the only reason that Vladimir Putin is like slaughtering civilians is because of the midterms. You know, it's like, uh, really, even they're like, eh, that doesn't sound that good. Eh, that doesn't sound <laughs> right man. as well. Yeah. Let's just go to the gas station and put put Joe Biden stickers on the pumps. That's probably their most effective. Uh, yeah. And it's distracting from moment. that. That's the other. The only good thing is like that. It's like we have high gas prices. Yeah. But we're not getting 
we're not getting fucking killed. You know, and it's like there is a little bit of like steam out of there. It makes me happy that happy is the wrong word, I guess, you know, just it makes me feel like maybe these people will come around to reality. But the problem is that they they won't because they're just not aren't interested in coming around to reality because it's all that's why there has to be. And there doesn't have to be anything. This is like me going back to like, I'm always like on the show being like, remember when I did the live show and I accidentally said that's why 9-11 had to happen <laughs> or whatever. That's so like to, to make to make Trey Parker and Matt Stone stop dressing in drag at the MTV yeah. music video awards or whatever. You're just speculating like, that yeah, but I, Bush did 9-11. That's why. I, I did not speculate about that. <laughs> oh, man. And rehabbing of George W. Bush is driving me fucking insane. That yeah. motherfucker drops a wreath on a Ukrainian fucking that why is Obama hanging out with fucking George No, it was Clinton, but it doesn't matter. It's it's all the same. But George W. Bush is a war criminal. Like yeah. I mean, without a doubt. The man did the same thing that we yeah. were lamenting in Ukraine to fucking yeah. Iraq. And the only reason people aren't upset about Iraq is because the Ukrainians look like a, they are white, basically. I mean, it's, yeah. it's there's so much fucking bad shit going on. I am like mm-hmm. only hoping, and I know it's it's, it's probably not going to happen, but that the, the, it will bring some people around to like, would you shut up about gas prices, you fucking assholes? Right. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a real thing. Yeah, I understand if yeah, I, I don't just, know if you're if you're a person who has no money and you're all of a sudden your gas is doubled. I mean, that's a big fucking deal. But yeah, but the thing is, that's what the but that's the you know why can like why both parties are so good at this shit is because they find someone who's about to put it together and they throw some other shit in front of them and say, well, it's not that. Don't oh like, right, get, well, that's, don't, don't 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 arrive at the right conclusion. That's why they're going full steam ahead on the abortion like, thing. That's why they're doing this nonsense with the book banning. It's all the same fucking tricks over and over again. Hey, don't pay attention to the fact that you know that what's actually you happening. Know it's I this mean, other false problem that it's, it's, we'll yeah. say we're solving. I went on this wrestler's Facebook one time, uh, this guy named uh, Dutch Mantel. And Dutch, Dutch Mantel is a guy who was a wrestler in, the, in Memphis, in, the, in Tennessee, in the, in the Memphis, <laughs> as opposed to Memphis, Egypt. He was in Memphis, Tennessee in the 80s, 1980s. And uh, anyway, I just, he's conservative. You know, like all these guys who were born, you know, whatever. He was self-made. He was born in a shoebox or whatever. And he trained and punched a bunch of meat or something. You know what I mean? Like these stories they have. You know, I invented myself as a wrestler. I came from nothing. I was born small. I was a baby. <laughs> I grew myself up. You know, it's like all these crazy. No, that's what everybody does. I grew myself up and it got larger. My feet got big. Like a small baby. Yeah, I was born. As, yeah, I fucking grew myself up. Got some bigger feet. Got some boots on them. Went down. What left the house? Not like these kids today <laughs> and uh, stay in the house all the time. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, he became a wrestler, which is not exactly like. Anyway, he's got one of those self-made stories. So I went to check his Facebook out because he was putting a saying a bunch of stuff on Twitter about that was crazy. You know, like the, the, the war Pelosi started the war in Ukraine or whatever. And I looked at his Facebook and this guy. I saw what these people want. Their news is completely crazy. Yeah. Like completely, yeah. they're looking at the news. Their news is crazy. Like it has nothing to do with real news at all. And they get it in a big stack that looks just like regular news, like my news. Right. Mm-hmm. And except it's all from the like crazy time times or the 
we're in big trouble dot or whatever and they are just a fucking stack of bullshit but this is what this guy thinks is happening so he's like oh my god right like joe biden fell down the stairs at the at the eiffel tower today and his pants fell down. This is our president falling down the stairs of the Eiffel Tower and having his butt cheeks out. And the video is just a cartoon. That yeah. He, uh, yeah. They are all like, I can't believe it. What's he even doing there? He should be back in America. He's in fucking, he's in the Eiffel Tower eating soup. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate betrayal. Look at him. Soup. Oh, my God. Spy cam footage of Biden. It doesn't look like Biden, really. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, hear what you think is underrated. Zeit Gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And Chris, as you know, we also like to ask our guest, what is something you think is underrated? Growing up in Connecticut, you know, they fucking groom you to be a goddamn stockbroker. And they're like, listen, man, take it. Take it. It's your fucking birthright. Take it. It's the money. It's no fun, but you get money. It's no fun to be a stockbroker. I don't like it either, but you got to take it because that's the deal. Mm. You take it. I'm giving you the key, son. <laughs> you fucking, you know, you fucking white Connecticut boy. Here's your key to the fucking white money, you piece of shit. <laughs> take it. It's no fun, but you get the money. You know what I mean? And I was like, I don't want the money. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, I, I want to be an artist. They're like, you, you want to be an artist. You want to break the chain of mediocrity? <laughs> you won't take the key to the stockbroker money you know and they're so mad well get out of here you piece of shit you're a yeah. disgrace to the white race you stock broke like the rest of us and if you try and have fun you will pay yeah so i fucking did it i tried to have fun and so for 30 years i had to be like them be they those motherfuckers like tucker carlson's the people i'm talking about these people who are actual white supremacists yeah disguised as traditionalists or whatever they like to call themselves like mm-hmm. we're just in for into western civilization or whatever that shit that's connecticut <laughs> right. that's the same all those people are like man you do the thing you keep things going you keep the money with us and if you right. don't do it you know there's a real sense of that like you are supposed to take that fucking entry into the company that they're giving you and if you don't they they get very angry because they say, oh, you're trying to do some different shit, huh? And blow oh, the whole traitor. fucking racket. You're, you're trying to right. tell people what's up. You fucking <laughs> stock broke. Yeah. Ugh, you think stock the boring broke. mafia. Yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah. And then you fucking get to get drunk all the time. And that's the trade off. Yeah. Because that's the only thing we find acceptable. You can get drunk as shit and barf all everybody's someone's China set. You can go to someone's <laughs> fucking Thanksgiving <laughs> and fuck the turkey on the table, and that's okay as long as it's related to drinking. They'll send Fine. you to rehab and fucking Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to, you know, anyway, you right. have to accept your birthright of boredom and money and right. and, 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 and white fucking bullshit. So listen to me. I I, I don't want to talk about fucking race i'm but it is appropriate because fucking these people have a they really associate this with race I, and they don't talk about it but fucking tucker carlson's yeah. letting the cat out of the bag in a big way um because there's many more like tucker carlson he's not some aberration they just don't usually yell it on tv you know right. and they're probably mad at him for fucking blowing it you know they're like fuck man yeah <laughs> anyway probably. so telling these people 
after yeah. they've treated me like an outcast ever since then. They're like, oh, look, here comes this guy who tried to be an artist. <laughs> you know, right. like, how's it going, 50-year-old? You enjoying your life in the fucking gutter or wherever you live? You fucking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you piece of shit. You low-life, non-stockbroker, fucking, I'm going to have a good time in life, motherfucker. And then you go, I got a book coming out in Vander on Vanderbilt. Because there's only like three things those motherfuckers value. And that's like a stiff gin and tonic. <laughs> and like a, a really good golf handicap. And good schools, which are, of course, also diploma mills for rich people. Right. And, 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 and you know, Vanderbilt University is one of the things they value. And Old so money, I get baby. to tell those motherfuckers that I got a book coming out on Vanderbilt University. And all they got is a nine-bedroom house. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and you know Suck what, though? That. It makes them real mad. Yeah. Because you know mm. what? My book's going to be on bookshelves forever, right next to the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> right next to the Bible. You That was actually part of your contract. It's a theological. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I said. It's got to sit next genre. to the Bible. Right that's next why it's to called the Bible. The, that's why it's called the Bad Vice Bing Bangthology. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, fucking... These people are mad and they don't get it because they know that their nine bedroom house is going to crumble and they're going to be just a face, a blank a tombstone that says stockbroker man, zero, zero, zero to zero, zero, zero. And I'm going to be on the shelf with the Bible and it makes them very mad. And they also just wonder what Vanderbilt I'm talking about. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's so much fun to say I got a book coming out on Vanderbilt because they're like, really? Amazing. They don't. It's really like I said, like, I just. I just commandeered your boat or something. Like, it's the same thing. I've now taken possession of your boat. I'm the captain now. Yeah, I've taken yeah. your boat. You don't have a boat anymore. I own it. Yeah, your boat, <laughs> like Lucy's Folly, that huge <laughs> boat you have parked in Westport, Connecticut. Yeah, that's mine now. I own right. it. And I will be sailing it. And I also am taking <laughs> possession of your nine-bedroom house. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next, that's the next Step move. Two. The yeah. Bad Bice Bing Banthology. Next yeah, to yeah. The bully Bible. Anyway, that, that's I was just thinking. I just can't underrate it as telling rich people that you have shit coming out on Vanderbilt University when they thought you were a sleazebag your whole life. There you go. Just because Long you weren't a stockbroker, you're not a sleazebag. <laughs> you're just not a stockbroker. And they're like, yeah, oh, Mister, oh, Mister Freedom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mister wants to have a fun life and ruin everything and ruin Western civilization. Yeah, that feels surprisingly close to like the. Like when you read histories of like the CIA or like people in skull and bones, uh, uh, yeah, like what they would say, like word for word to each other. Like it's it, a very serious. It's not thing. like an unspoken thing that they don't consciously think out loud. No, Western civilization is something those people consider to be handed down right, through right. those societies, through fucking you know whatever. It's just through lacrosse teams and through all these. Like, yeah. what does lacrosse <laughs> have to do with lacrosse. anything? You know what I mean? Well. It all brings us back to the Dyatlov Pass, uh, <laughs> which I think <laughs> no, we need to we need to talk about what's happening in the news. Let's, okay, let's, let's talk about the Republican Party's attacks on Katanji Brown Jackson, set to make history as the first Black woman to serve as a Supreme Court justice. And yeah, they don't really have shit, so they're they're coming with the she is funded by dark money, which is pretty fucking wild coming from a party that is basically doing the bidding of a handful of like a hundred really wealthy people at this yeah, point. Yeah, well, I mean, th this is the thing, you know, like she's, 
she's eminently qualified. She has more experience even for sitting justices, judicial experience than for sitting justices. So, yeah, the attacks aren't going to really be on the merits at all. It's just going to be to find a way to maybe get some whip up some outrage, get some people out there to say like, oh, this is bad because uh, dark money thing. So first off, McConnell, the second that she was announced, Mitch McConnell said, quote, she was the favored choice of far left dark money groups that have spent years attacking the legitimacy and structure of the court itself. <laughs> dark money groups attack. I think I've heard that before. Laura Ingram, even before she was announced, said whoever Biden's pick would be, quote, the product of a shady network of dark money groups that are working to subvert, not just to change or add to our judiciary, but to change our entire system of government and frankly, our entire way of life. And, you know, again, just to check their resumes really quick. OK, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, you were big and in, in uh, undermining campaign finance stuff. You're a big fan of uh, Citizens United. OK, you're the lord of conservative dark money entering Congress. Check. Ingram also worked for a Coke funded dark money group and is still very tied closely to that group. So it's one of these things like you're saying they're just they just all they can do is just project. And it just sounds so absurd. Now, here's the thing. That's not to say that there aren't Democrat dark money groups. There fucking are. Yeah, I know very well uh, about these groups. But in terms of like the judicial fight, they haven't been around as long, especially not the ones conservatives are pointing to as long as like the conservative sort of judicial reform groups that exist. The funny thing is, like, if anything, the Democratic groups are just like modeling what the right has been doing. They're like, okay, so this is how we're going to fight over the Constitution through this arena. Okay, now this I guess we all have to move like that. So just to pile on to the irony of this, the dark money line of attack is being amplified and funded by dark money groups on the right. So it's uh, yeah, it's just a very a very, very uh, frustrating moment because, again, I think the other things that make a lot of people scared of her on the right or not scared or the, the reason they see like, oh, this person is has their head on straight is that she spent her time as a public defender. Yeah. And that's rare. The last Supreme Court justice who was a public defender was fucking Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> Jesus so Christ. that's the last time because everything is like this prosecutor to judge pipeline. There's a report from the Center for American Progress said that only about one percent of all federal appellate judges spent the majority of their careers as public defenders. Yeah. Eight percent of all federal judges are former public defenders. That means the 92 percent are coming from, you know, I like to lock up poor people background. And now I'm the judge who decides what sentences are. When you look at the fact that one of, if not the biggest problem that we have as a society is the caging of human beings the like unprecedented like a historic caging of human beings like her you know nomination and confirmation feel like way way more important because like that's yeah it makes sense that we have that problem when everybody who moves up is a prosecutor and like being right. a prosecutor is the only way you can get rewarded so uh, i mean I don't I don't think I realized how rare it was until you put the story together. How nasty can you be as a prosecutor? Because then we want that mindset into the people who are determining sentencing and keeping up the prison industrial complex, essentially. Right. And I think the other thing is they see, you know, you know, for Katanji Brown Jackson, she inherently understands the need for public defenders, especially when people of color, black people intersect with the legal system. She's like, this is 
this they can they will fucking treat you like subhuman do whatever they can just to get a verdict and then move on to the next thing without any consideration of what the facts are and like due process and i think that's why you see like the lines of questioning that she's faced from conservatives in her past confirmation hearings they like weaponize the fact that she's like defended people who like had no like legal recourse because that's like one of the few things guaranteed in the Constitution, which is like, well, if you can't defend yourself, a public defender will be appointed to like handle your case. And so they ask her stuff like, you know, because she's a, she's represented people who are like in Gitmo. They're like, do you so do you agree with 9-11 terrorists that you've represented or the fact that she's a public defender opens up to lines of questions like, are you soft on crime and you think criminals should be released basically like immediately? <laughs> and that's your idea of how like society works. And it's Got just her. fucking disgusting. I mean, luckily, she's used to dealing with this kind of racist bullshit. So she's, you know, I think last recently she was asked, like, did you ever participate in a riot? Is what someone asked. And she's wow. like, no. It's not serious. And the problem with, you know, you've got dark money everywhere because of Citizens United. So, yeah, you know, until we get money out of politics, it's almost impossible to even be invested in this stuff without getting just depressed and, 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 and to fight that depression and to try to be engaged and to really elect people who care is, is such a, is such a Herculean task, you know, it's to mm-hmm. like go against all this, all this money. It seems like a waste. I mean, it really is like close to like throwing your hands up because when you see what they did to how they blocked Obama's appointee, Mary whatever Garland. his name was, you know, and yeah, he was now the attorney general who I'm not a fan of really what he's doing. You know, anyway, I just think it's, it's really hard to, um, none of this is serious. Like Republicans are not serious. They're, they're fucking all because they're all paid for. They're all just like guys that are just, and women who are just pay, paid to be incendiary and to, to distract from reality and to use terms like court packing which is just this like fucking thing they f- came up with in a fucking focus group you know or whatever you know it's like yeah this huge this great term for something that needs to happen or else we're just gonna have like half the country being ignored because the supreme court is mostly conservative i mean it's just all but the main thing is the way they treated the the, the way they confirmed coney barrett in five seconds the way they fucking right. they the way they ignored the the real evidence about kavanaugh and right. let this guy say he loves to drink beer 50 times during his fucking confirmation hearing. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, you can't even say that in and any job the interview. And you to, like, question someone who has more court, judicial experience. Yes, and it, it, so to so see them doing this, racist, I, I, yeah. I think even they know this is not going not going to work because it's so no. transparent. But it's depressing to see. Yeah. And it's all because of dark money. Yeah. Where this goes, I mean, it potentially, you know, I think there's there have been write-ups sort of talking about this sort of this uh, appointment and how really now that the Supreme Court is really just a place for 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 the left and the right to argue over what the actual Constitution is. That's all this. That's all the Supreme Court's been like sort of distilled down to. It's like, no, this is where we come with our competing definitions of the Constitution and how that works. So we can use that to sort of dictate what the laws are based on the decisions made by these justices. And yeah, it's not really to ensure equitable outcomes because yeah once the money's involved it's more it makes more sense for these people who run industries that are you know invested in destroying the environment and things like that it's like well if i have these politicians here 
they'll think that the the real tug of war is over this shit and not the fact that we're just extracting massive amounts of profit from the earth while also screwing it up or any other industry. Maybe you're making weapons or whatever, but it's been, yeah, it's been effective to the point that, yeah, I get it, Chris. You're like, what the fuck's Well, also white Christian fundamentalism is all running through that, not by accident, like the Federalist Society and Mm -hmm. opus dei whatever the hell that is like they're they're like these religious orders that produce judges and they funnel them directly to trump and that's how we end up with like amy coney barrett who's like in a fucking cult who's now a supreme court justice yeah i mean and you've got these people who are actually think they can they're actually excited about the end of the world so they're they don't care about fucking people dumping shit in fucking streams or anything else that you know what i mean like they're like yeah Yeah. go ahead destroy the environment it's great because then jesus will come back because he'll, that, he'll just, the environment's supposed to be fucked up during the brimstone times. Like, they're like, this air is supposed to be full of brimstone, but if it has to be, like, you know, fucking industrial waste, that'll be the same. I love that yeah. they're trying to trick God. They're just like, we're right. just going to create like, the conditions. Can we hurry this up, God? Can we- God, look, look. Brimstone. He's like, I said fucking brimstone, not NO2. And but methane. he's going to look down. He's going to be like, listen, I don't. it looks like brimstone to me. Let's go. Let's start. Let's start the rapture. They read Revelations and just started, like, doing the wrap it up sign. Like, can we get this going? The U.S. embassy's in the right city. The yeah, fucking, right. The, the, the sky is black. I, I, I say let's start the fucking rapture. Bring it on home. We yeah. trick God. And that is a quote Amy from Co- Chris Crofton <laughs> that you can take out of context anytime you want. <laughs> what did I say? Something bad? <laughs> no, it was I don't fine. know what happened, but it's no. Totally the, fine. Yeah, I mean it's 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 insane because there is a healthy part of the Republican Party that thinks that chaos is good because it will trick God into thinking it's time for the revelation for this for yeah. the encore. I mean, that is that is such a big problem. If you have people who are nihilists on the Supreme Court, and I believe yeah. there are, because Christian the Christian end times philosophy is just nihilism redressed, right? And it's thinking that. These people are fucking sexually frustrated because of Christianity. They want to be torn limb from limb. Right. You think Mike right. Pence doesn't want to be torn limb from limb? Or like Mike Pompeo. He'd give his right, right arm. Right. I mean, that's a joke. As I'm, <laughs> he'd give his right arm to be torn limb from limb. Wait, but then you're tearing yourself limb from limb. See? <laughs> yeah, but you know, these these people want, like, the, the rapture is the closest they're going to get to a hand job, basically. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Pence is like, I can't wait till a chariot runs over my dick. <laughs> a flaming well, chariot Ooh, those horsemen oh, sound yeah. sexy. There's four of them? <laughs> yeah, fuck. That sounds like too many for me to fight off. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about other aspects of the apocalypse we find ourselves in. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and 
Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. And this is just a, a quick one. We we had talked. I was I was surprised to read in an article about how crypto and you know NFTs and just blockchain monetary value t- tends to flow rightward. I was surprised to read a quote from the co-creator of Dogecoin saying, after years of studying it, I believe the cryptocurrency is an inherently right-wing, hyper-capitalistic technology built primarily to amplify the wealth of its proponents through a combination of tax avoidance, diminished regulatory oversight, and artificially enforced scarcity. So that's one of the the big creators being like, oh, ah, this, is, <laughs> this isn't good. But like that one of the top two minds in crypto, the creator and founder of Ethereum, whose name is Vitalik Buterin, like created Ethereum, which is now like the second most valuable crypto behind Bitcoin, is basically saying, I'll just read a direct quote from him. It, he's on the cover of Time magazine, and it basically says the print headline is the prince of crypto has some concerns. And he's saying, if we don't exercise our voice, the only thing the only things that get built are the things that are immediately profitable, and those are often far from what's actually the best for the world. But yeah, I mean, but his general point of view on the whole thing is that it's becoming just like a gambling thing. It's like quick profits. There's no oversight. There's nothing steering it in a direction that is like high-minded or, you know, the the reasons he initially got involved and like has been this like visionary in this industry was because he was interested in like doing you know having crypto backed elections and things like that that just made things less centralized more secure and 
it's it's just first of all the the if we don't exercise our voice caveat at the beginning of his thing is feels pretty weak to me because it's you know vague as fuck but also sounds a lot like just reminds me of like the early days of you know social media with like Mark Zuckerberg and like don't be evil being Google's motto and it's it's just like we've got to exercise our voice but like what what is right like the at at the very like cellular like basic level the thing that it the engine that is driving crypto is the profit motive and the thing that he is objecting to is the profit motive which is also wild because that time magazine issue was released as an nft yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like so weird too, because he's like, man, that's the, the dystopian potential for crypto and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, yeah, yeah, they'll exploit this uh, album, this, this magazine cover it also be an NFT for someone to buy too. But that's cool. You NFTs, know. man, the whole thing is just like fucking just more ways for rich people to. It ends up, I think this guy, I, I understand this guy probably thought this was like a, I mean, it's like Nirvana thinking like when they started playing. You know, they thought that this was going to cause a revolution and people would stop being hair metal bands and everybody be more, everybody be more real, you know, but it got co op You know, then next thing you know, there's runways. Immediately gets co-opted, yeah. Yeah, there's like grunge fashion models, like, at, you know, Fashion Week in Paris. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's like the same, it's like, you know, it's like the idea that crypto would be a, a different, a democratizing currency, but instead it's become, you know, immediately it's just pounced on by a million fucking dicks who want to just, you know, who just figure out it's a way to launder money. It's a way to, right. it's a way to, dollar su- it's a way right. to trick people who are, have no money into buying some more shit that they can then, you know, it's another pyramid scheme, unfortunately. Yeah. Like he does seem to be like, if there was a person who would be capable of like kind of figuring out the right ways to use this, he seems like he would be that person in a lot of the things he says, but he just hasn't been able to do it. Like it's, it, I like, hope so. Yeah. I hope somebody figures out how to do, to do something that would, you know, shake up shit. But, you know, I no, I just I just I, I think it's a bummer like NFTs bum me out because it's just like I mean, it's like anything. It's like if you if you know somebody who has a bunch of money, you can sell an NFT to them. But if you don't, then if you're a poor person and you fucking, you know, you, yeah. you don't it's a, it's a it's another access to wealth thing. You know, it's like if I had an NFT, you know, who am I going to sell it to? You know, right. like an oligarch that I know. Right. No, you have to know somebody who's like a fucking has enough money to throw away on a fucking digital photo. I mean, it's just like there's nothing about NFTs that's. But it's not just a digital photo, Chris. What you're doing is you're buying something that could have <laughs> potentially exponential like a value explosion. And yeah, it may look you may see the lines go up and down. But really, at the end of the day, I mean, what you're holding on to is, like, is a seed that could turn into an entire forest. OK, <laughs> oh OK, God. boomer. <laughs> you know do you see that do you see like jimmy kimmel doing that not jimmy kimmel i always call oh him yeah fallon. jimmy fallon fucking fallon. doing the yeah, yeah, nft yeah. ad with, with the fucking yeah. chimp with fucking that Paris was Hilton. nuts yeah yeah that's when like i think you'd hope most people would be like okay this is some weird rich people trying to be like hey listen up pores yeah i bought a this fucking cartoon cool, huh? ape like for a lot of money you should all do that like what money would you be talking about mr fallon that yeah, we have to yeah. blow on a cartoon ape, which now costs like some of them cost a million dollars each. Yeah. So it's like who, you know, you know, it's another thing where it's like who, you know. Right. But I hope somebody and I don't know anything about Bitcoin, you know, I mean, I'm, I'll am i be left on the street corner if there's, you know, I'll be on the street corner fucking dancing for 
change if there's a if the world goes Bitcoin because I don't know how to get any. Yeah, I don't know how to mine Bitcoin. I don't even know how to mine regular. But even if you did like that, like so. That's the thing. The thing that the Time Magazine article, it's actually a pretty good article for Time Magazine, I will say. And I don't think I've ever said that before, but they're typically a garbage publication. They did a good job with this article. But they, the things they point out are like the ecological side effects, the fact that it's predatory, the fact that it's largely white males like taking advantage of this and like getting rich off this, the fact that like what they're doing with their profits seems to be buying super yachts and Lambos. Like <laughs> that's, and yeah, the, just like the, the standard shit, but I just wanted to go back to something I mentioned earlier, but like, this is also creating a massive market where some very smart people or, you know, people who might ha- otherwise have an inspiration to create a uncloggable tunnel or, you know, some, some shit. Yeah, Colbert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like those people are now just focused on like tracking the fucking lines of like what what what's happening with crypto and it's not I don't know, it's just it just feels like it's this dead end that our culture is increasingly, you know, be- because capitalism is the singularity that everybody was worried about for so many years on sci-fi, like capitalism is that and it just continuously finds a way to replicate itself and, you know, lead us into more, you know, markets where or more like futures where the the entire thing is just capitalism and nothing else. And there's no no good being created by this. Yeah. Right. And well, probably I mean, yeah. a lot of bad. When people don't have like when the the norm is people many people experiencing lack, then suddenly the emphasis is like trying to come out of that. And then you see all these weird these, you know, get rich quick schemes that are around people. And it makes sense that people are like, well then I guess this is where to put the energy because yes. that's how I'm gonna pull myself out of this. That's because that's what my day to day existence is, is not having shit. It's and so true. I'm, this is the thing that's being like waved in front of my face, then yeah. That's all the f- attention is going to go there because all the attention isn't on the, f- the bigger issue, which is everyone is lacking. Everyone is ex- experiencing lack. Yeah, because people's day to day, they can't get ahead. So and, and they really can't. They're in debt. Most people are in debt. You know, that's what. So they've, they've, they took they took all, you know, they basically they've drained. They've looted the, the consumers of America like they when they were and when they had no more money, they gave them subprime mortgages. When they had no more money, they gave them loans. They gave them, everybody in America is in debt like the debt is at, through the roof. So they, these like the last frontier is like, let's now dangle, get rich quick schemes in front of these people to take even whatever's left, you know, like yeah. because they don't have any other they don't. They, yeah, because they, they don't see a day to day way out of student loan debt, regular debt, car loans, whatever it is. They can't get ahead because wages are stagnant. So they just are like, like, like how evil capitalism has become because it's just, it's not really a thing. It has no soul. It just does what, you know, somebody's going to say, here's an idea of how we can get the last penny from these people. We'll dangle these get rich quick schemes, you know? And, and then right. the, the old thing, well, I, I don't want to do that, but I mean, somebody's going to do it. So I might as well do it. You know, somebody's going to do this. your reputation by, yeah. Yeah. And 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 it's just uh, I think about that with like fame now. Why everybody wants to be famous? It's not because they want to be famous. They want to be safe. Yeah. yeah. Like fame is not like that. People just it's all it's like Hunger Games in the sense that 
People who stand celebrities are standing them because they're safe. They're like love them and they're happy for them because they are safe. They have health care. They have, you know, that is not what it's not art anymore. It's like survival. It's a contest. And and I hate that because, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I just think about that lately, just that 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 celebrities are just safe people. I mean, Maria Bamford had that bit a long time ago about Jennifer Aniston just being the monkey that knows where all the bananas are. Like she was like, it makes sense for as humans that we would look to the people who know where the resource sources are and basically chase them. So she's like, you look at Jennifer Aniston, she definitely has, she knows where all the bananas are. She's the monkey that knows. So you're going to follow her. Right. But it's like watching like, you know, any celebrity now, like I can't stop thinking about Dua Lipa because she came to Nashville and everybody filmed her on stage. And I saw the crowd, you know, filming her and I don't know any of her songs and I'm not particularly angry at Dua Lipa, but she, it seemed like the fan energy was more just like, I wish I was her because she's safe. She has everything. Look at how beautiful she is. Look at her beautiful clothing. Look at her beautiful, you know what I mean? Like she is living the life I wish I could live. And the only way I can get it is either through some Hail Mary pass, like buying crypto or a fucking virtual ape or, or just being famous. Like maybe I can become a celebrity and then I'll have healthcare. Yeah. And that is not... That is crazy because that corrupts art completely. And yeah. art is so important. There's no culture. And this is, I mean, you're talking about this. There's no culture when capitalism takes over everything. And culture is what keeps people, that's the reason to be alive. You right. know, like it's like culture is what we're all feeling the lack of. When I feel sad right now, it's because there's no culture anymore. There's just anger and money and all these things. But those aren't, that's not culture. Right. right. Stuff anyway, cool. you know, it's just yeah. stuff I think about when I think about fame now, I, d- I definitely think that and I'm part of it, too. I'm like, you know, I want to be safe. I bet if I'm famous, I can get good health care and, you know, get a hair transplant. <laughs> <laughs> a good looking one, not one of those street corner jobs. No, not one of those broom. No, not one of those like seeing. broom bristles fucking stuck in your you head. You don't want doll hair. I want that fucking McConaughey hair. Yeah. Mm. That motherfucker was bald. You want that Antonio Banderas. That motherfucker was bald. And I want people to know that. Yes. He was fucking bald. And he says it was from those. He said he got, here's what he said. And I'm a bald guy. So I know all this shit. I'm like the fucking bald police. Because when you're a bald guy, you want everybody else to be bald. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you want to take him down. Oh, look at Mr. Hare. Oh, Mr. Hare with his (laughs) wife and kids. Uh, Mr. Hare, wife and kids I'm looking about. at you. I'm looking at you, Jack O'Brien. I'm oh, looking at you, shit. Mr. Hare. So, oh, yeah, so I'm like always observing, you know, like just checking out people's hair to see if it's real. And anyway, <laughs> McConaughey, man, I was like, what the fuck? That guy went bald. I was psyched. Right. Yeah, I'm like, he's gone. He's out. You know, <laughs> he, he's off the list. He's out of the game. Yeah, he's not going to get a wife. And uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then McConaughey—he's a loser. McConaughey <laughs> gets his hair back, and it looks great. And and, yeah. and he says it's because he took Propecia because he had like like bullshit. That's a weave, and it's a beautiful one. And I want to know where he got it. And if you're listening, McConaughey, I know iHeartRadio's got a lot of celebrities in there. You probably have a podcast. I want to find out where you got that thing. You can DM me. Yeah. And the other thing, actually, one of our new interns, he's worked for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hair, yeah. Fuck. You guys are doing good. Yeah. You guys are doing good. Oh, he's yeah. an intern because he lost his hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. he <laughs> ran out of those pills. <laughs> yeah. 
couldn't the supply chain took away his hair. He heard podcasting gave him easy access to hair loss ads. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I was investigating Chris Martin from Cold. Chris Martin from Coldplay has a fucking hair weave. Yeah. Do you think it's a weave or do you think it's a it's surgery? I feel whatever like it is, it looks yeah. kind of funny because it's like too. Like I was, I saw a picture of him. He's promoting the new record, and I was like, wait a minute, where do you get yeah. like kids hair? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he's got like fucking 17 year old hair and 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 he's like, I don't know, 65 or something. And, um, <laughs> and he, <laughs> anyway, I just noticed and I looked it up and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's not his real hair. Because this hairline, whenever you see a hairline, that's too uniform. When it bounces you know, straight back, across. Too, yeah. My mom yeah. taught me all this. She's always fucking pointing out people. She's like, that's a wig. <laughs> she's been doing that her whole life i don't know why well chris as always a true pleasure to have you 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 are my mom's favorite guest that oh we my ever have god daily zeitgeist are you she's, serious yeah she texts oh, me every so time nice. you're on she's oh, like chris so, crofton is that such makes a me character. so happy she loves that's she's a big so great crofton fan yeah, is yeah. she single <laughs> she is not. Hey, hey, oh, hey, 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 I just asked if she was single. That doesn't mean anything. You can ask. That's not against the law to ask that. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you are uh, now my dad's least that, favorite. Guest. That makes me happy. No, I'm, I hope your parents are so happy and I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't know where they are. You know, where can I don't know where, uh, I don't know where they are? And we'll keep it that way. O'Brien's not your last name anyway. You probably yeah, have no, deep not. cover, right? Come on, it's fake, fake, just like my hair. That's not. That's real hair. I could tell. Uh, I'm so jealous. I'm so. Ang- I'm angry, not just jealous. <laughs> Shut up! Don't lie to me. That's Every your real t- hair. The whole time I'm on this Zoom, I'm just seething, <laughs> drinking more cold brew, hoping it'll cause growth. Where can people find you and follow you? I would Crofton? say. The most right now, the most important thing is just for me, this book is the best thing I've ever had. I mean, it's like my favorite thing I've ever done. It Actually, I think it's more of a weird philosophy book than really an advice book. So it's called the Advice King Anthology, and you can get it at VanderbiltUniversityPress.com. And if you get it now, like it's not on Amazon yet because it's pre-sales, Vanderbilt University Press can get more money from even with 40 percent off, even with 40 percent off they get more money than through Amazon. So if you buy it directly from Vanderbilt University Press right now, you get 40% off. So it's like a $13 book plus shipping. It's like 17 bucks. It's 340 pages. It's so fun. It's got tons of laughs and it's also got some serious stuff, a lot of serious stuff. And um, also stories about me buying like used cars and shit. That's just like the saddest stuff. That's so fun to laugh at that just to hear about someone else's sad life is in there too. So, uh, VanderbiltUniversityPress.com and um, code to get 40% off is 15PRE15PRE. And uh, thanks to you guys and thanks to uh, Jamie uh, Loftus for giving me a quote on it. And I'm going to read this other quote that is on the cover of the book. Crofton is equal parts Heather Haverletsky, Wendell Berry, and Bojack Horseman. Whoa. (laughs) And that's from a guy named David Dark who's written like 10 books. So you know it's true. Um, And Nick (laughs) Gazin, Nick Gazin, Nicholas Gazin illustrated it. And the, the illustrations are fantastic. And then you can find me at the Crofton Show and at the Crofton Show on Instagram and Twitter. And oh, and Cold Brew Got Me Like. Go listen to Cold Brew Got Me Like. It's on every week. Yeah, yeah. Is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you can yes. enjoy? This is from someone named at Shocks, S-H-O-C-K-S. A lot of folks convinced they could survive the collapse of civil society 
seem unable to survive $5 gas. <laughs> like, that's the fucking whole picture right there. There you go. I want an insurrection so I can fucking never have any supplies from the supply chain. <laughs> Miles, where can people find you? What's a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also, the other pod, 420 Day Beyonce with Sophie Alexander. And also the basketball podcast, Mad Boosties. That's coming mm-hmm. soon. More to come on that one. Uh, some tweets I like. First one is from at uh, Netso underscore tweeted, selling my degree, still in good condition, never been used. <laughs> Felt like a good uh, sales ad for that degree. And then Lily Sullivan at Lily Yilly tweeted, my love language is cooking elaborate meals, screaming at everyone to get out of the kitchen, then loudly announcing the food was not my best <laughs> and waiting for compliments. <laughs> yep. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. A couple tweets I've been enjoying. Cat Elgarista tweeted, takes a long drag off cigarette. Yeah, I know the muffin man. And (laughs) and then John Boyce again tweeted, the shift key is the most useless key on the keyboard. It doesn't do anything. Don't to me to the number two. Uh, It's that. It's that without the shift. Love it. Fucking got me. I was like, love well, it. How about that? Oh, I got one other one I forgot. Yeah, Brendan, yeah. Brendan Cooney, and I feel like he deserves a shout out because he's a funny comedian. And he also does great tweets, but it's kind of hard. It's a visual one, but it's a picture of like one of those Americana ladies, like one of those white, like a uh, Venice, California Americana ladies who wear those big, huge hats, like you know, like those big cowboy hats. And he said, if someone has one of these hats in line, add twenty five minutes to your Starbucks trip. <laughs> which i really like I, you guys can see the picture here there's yep. the lady yeah um oh, and also yeah. go like see my the, show uh, i forgot go see my show uh at uh club tg april 3rd sunday in los angeles and that includes you and, and you guys please come it's it's i'm playing music awesome. oh nice all right what's club tg club tg is on um glendale right across from like it's like atwater village it's like right across from um it's like right next to out of the closet thrift store across from all those oh, shops. Oh, yeah, on. yeah, yeah. It's it's called uh, Club TG, and I go on at someone before me who's great, named uh, Gabe Bernini, and uh, mm-hmm. then I'm on at 10 o'clock. And it's it's like just me in, a, in this room, and this TG was an old bar in the 50s, and they kind of remodeled. It's like one side's a bar, and the other side's a little performance room. It's kind of hip. It's cool. Nice. All right. Yeah. Sunday, April 3rd. All right. You can follow us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? Uh, I was listening to the new Rosalia album over the weekend. Uh, The album's called Motomami. And uh, it's, man, the production on this is really, really good. Uh, And it's just a fun listen. So uh, the first track, you know, the first track on the album, Saoko. Uh, Saoko. There's a lot of, you know, Japanese stuff in there. Uh, You know, for the visuals and some of the stuff in the videos. Uh, But this is called Saoko. And it's a, yeah, it's a fun track. It's only like only two minutes or something. But the production's great. Album's worth a listen. So check it out. This is Rosalia with Salco. All right. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. Uh, we are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, though, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. 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 
Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get, but with visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one line plan with unlimited 5g data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at visible.com monthly rate on the visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit visible.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of the global story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Sight gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa. The new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.